Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Dolphins football is on the air on the Miami Dolphins radio network. Sponsored by Amerisave, the official mortgage lender of the Miami Dolphins. Publix. To become a Publix member, visit clubpublix.com. Seminole Hard Rock Hollywood, South Florida's ultimate entertainment destination. Ticketmaster, official marketplace of the NFL. Dolphins Football, presented by the Palm Beaches. And welcome to the fifth quarter postgame show right here on the Miami Dolphins radio network. The Miami Dolphins podcast network is all here. Seth Levitt, OJ McDuffie from the Fish Tank. I am Travis Wingfield from the Drive Time podcast. And what a time for the first career interception of Noah Igbenogany. What a time for a secondary held together by bubblegum and band-aids. And Juice, the defense does not allow a second half point, and that includes picks on back-to-back drives to put this game on ice. Four and three, OJ. Oh, my goodness, man. We need this one tonight. We definitely need this one tonight. And honestly, you know, I mean, it was, it was a hell of a game. A game that looked at the beginning to be like um, the Dolphins were going to dominate, dominate, dominate. But you got to expect the Mike Tomlin coach team to be able to weather the storm. You know, they've got to have a nice crowd out here, and you, you figured they'd be in it. It was nice to see Tua back. And Tua started off like a gangbuster at the beginning, man. And then, you know, everything kind of settled down. Defense on the other side settled down. But it's how games are supposed to be. When you're celebrating, the, you know, the 72 team, you know, and you got the Pittsburgh Steelers here and you got some guys from the Steelers back in the day here, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be like a game back in the day. It's not supposed to be a, you know, 35-10 win or whatever it might be. And, and that's what it turned out to be. It turned out to be one of those dog fights that, these guys all endured back in the day where the Dolphins in the early 70s dominated and the Steelers learned from that and they did the same thing. But tonight was our night, man. And hell yeah. Win for us, <laughs> I mean, that, that pretty much wraps hell it up yeah. as far as how we up, feel Juice. about it. Yeah, I mean, we even got uh, – you mentioned the, the special night here tonight. Seth is wearing the Larry Sanka 
the hockey sweater. I'm not sure what exactly it it's is. It's an old school football sweater, man. <laughs> Come on. This they play, the they play in some really cold Allen. weather, man. They <laughs> play in some really – in Pittsburgh, they play in those that's cold, right, that's cold right. weather it's, right it's, there. It's a good look. I mean, the colors always pop regardless. But uh, <laughs> we saw plenty of that here tonight at Hard Rock Stadium. And, you know, it, you, Juice mentioned it. And it, across the league this year, just the offense and scoring has been so down. We get a 16-10 final here at Hard Rock Stadium. So it's another one of these slug it out, rock fight types of games. And, I mean, I know I want to talk about the defense here a lot, guys. But I think we start here with Tua Tungavailoa's return because Juice touched on it there a little bit. And Seth, he, he was cooking early, man. We thought, you know, you and I, those first three possessions, a touchdown, a couple of field goals, felt like it was on the verge of, of becoming a lopsided game. But it just kind of slowed down a little bit. But Tua in his first game back tonight, sharp kind of some, some lulls there. And then uh, it just kind of petered out there in the second half, didn't it? Yeah, well, it, it did. And, uh, look, first and foremost, it was great to see him back out there. I think the team rallied around him. You certainly saw the way the crowd, just the response when he came running out of the tunnel. And then he was dealing. I'm with you. I thought we were going to put up 40 points the way the way things started. And then it just was like there was a little bit of rust, right? You know, some plays. You just started to see the accuracy just slowly become more and more uncharacteristic of what you expect from Tua. There were plays out there, Juice. We talked about it just yeah. a minute ago. There were plays out there to be made, and the throws were just a little bit off. And then, you know, it almost was like the bottom fell out of the offense there. But thank goodness. You know, again, go back to what Coach McDaniel said at the beginning. This is the defense's team until proven otherwise, and we were reminded of that today. And – what would you say, chewing gum, bubble gum, and Band-Aids <laughs> or whatever it was? My God, that, that secondary. I that, I, I, there's probably like three guys sitting in that room looking around at like, wh where, where did everybody go? <laughs> right. But they figured it out, and they played two weeks in a row now. I, they have been blanking teams. They yeah. have been, you know, there was a little bit of bend there, but they really never yeah. did break. And and they won this football game for the Miami right. Dolphins today. You get, you get two picks, Juice, from a couple of guys that, I mean – if the season goes according to plan in terms of your injury situation, probably never see the field on defense. Like in an ideal situation, you know, with Byron Jones, Nick Needham, Cater Kohu, your entire, you know, all these guys that have gone out with injuries, if they don't have that happen, you probably never see Justin Bethel. You probably never see Noah Egbenogany, but they both get big picks in this game in addition to Javon Hall in there late, who also in the safety room were down Brandon Jones as well. So if Ron McKinley comes in and Clayton Fedgela makes a big play, it's kind of been the theme of the team this year, hasn't it, Juice? Just guys coming up and, and the next man up mentality, and here they are as banged up as anybody and they're sitting at four and three yeah well you know what you'd expect uh noah to have some opportunities you know what i mean but bethel that's the one that's a, a, a gem right there for us to have the guys that are down down that we've had we, we've lost some players that you know we were counting on in season but when you go that deep in the in the, in the depth chart and you got a guy like that making plays you know we've been waiting for noah to make plays We've been waiting for him, right, Big Seth? Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, this is a first-round draft pick, guys. Let's not forget that. You don't yeah. draft a guy in the first round without the expectation that he's going to come out there and be a major contributor for your team. And and we haven't seen that. Heck, we haven't seen him active for, for more games, right, than, than not. But, boy, that was a first-round draft pick play at the end of that Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Big-time play. And, I mean, I even tweeted out right towards the end of the first half that, man, that's like four good quarters in a row now from Igbenogany because, you know, the game last week he, he was playing solid. I thought maybe he gained some confidence from that, maybe carried over to the game tonight. And then that third quarter where – or maybe it was late in the second half. I, I don't know exactly when it was when – they kind of got a few on him, right? They went down the field, and, and Pickens had the nice touchdown catch in the corner. And then you see him he almost kind of landed right. out of bounds there at the end, and but he got the feet down in bounds and, and <laughs> makes a big play. And I'm sure he's going to have I, a big smile on his face. the referee almost missed that call. Uh, what, yeah, what are we doing over there? He's like, right there. He's right there. Pretty, pretty Both clear. feet. I don't clear, white cleats, everything orange about paint. It, everything. Uh, All right, but anyhow, <laughs> I got, sorry, I got you off track here, Travis. <laughs> no, but it's no, a great yeah, it's point. Exactly right. And, yeah, I mean, the, so this, this defense, I mean, 
on a night where I even told Seth at one point, I think, you know, we'll get into the, the fourth down decision to, to not take the points there to, to make it a two-score game. But throughout the entire night, until those last two drives, it just felt like, despite the fact that Miami's offense was stalling out a lot, it just felt like they were always in control. And then towards the end, you kind of get that sick feeling in your stomach because you think it's going to go away and you're going to lose a, a game that you had in control the entire time. But, you know, Juice, I want to go back to you for this point that Seth made because it, it's interesting to me that he came out hot, the offense, and Tua, and then you see the rust accumulate. How does that happen? How do you come out and start right, a game playing right. well when you've been off for three weeks, and then the rust starts after you have, <laughs> right. what was it, 160 yards in that first quarter for the Dolphins offense? Yeah, yeah, I think that that's the crazy part because you think that the rust would be at the beginning of the whole thing, and then, you know, then uh, you, 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 you'll see him start to warm up and yeah. get involved. But I think also, though, you got to get the fact that the big thing that we have is adrenaline. That adrenaline – is a is a big is a come on man. Let's think about this man. How how much was he chomping at the bit to get back out there? He probably wanted to play. You last know what week. I mean? The fact that he could have then possibly thought he could, mm-hmm. and he'd get this opportunity on Sunday night when everybody else, the whole world. Look, I was in the airport today, coming back from Penn State, and there was people coming in to watch for this game from the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they say, well, they're talking about Tua playing tonight. How how do you feel about that? I said, look, we're we're gamers, man. We're gamers. I bet Tua wanted to play last week, you know. So a lot of people thought Tua shouldn't. But Tua was the toughest player on the field to me at, at times, Dropping especially on the offensive side of football. tougher than I needed him to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he scared the hell out of me a bunch of times too. You know what I mean? I, but but what I think Tua's mentality was, I'm going to show you guys that I'm yeah. tough. I don't need to know he's tough. I know he's tough. Right. I know I know Tua Tungabalo is a tough ass player man and I'm, I'm looking forward to you know where we're going to go from here uh from from this game today but at the same time though man at the same time it's like these guys right here they they found a way to win in, in, in a tough ass game and but here though bro we got we got guys right now that need to figure out a way to put guys away yeah i mean we want to we're, we're positive we've got to win tonight 16 to 10 but we had a chance to make it even worse than that, Travis and Big Seth. We had a lot, a lot of opportunities well, least, to make it worse. At least 19. Yeah. yeah. It definitely had a chance to be 19. Well, yeah, but 19, I, but yeah. I'm with you, Juice. Yeah. They, they way too much meat left on the bone. There were plays to be made out there. And whether it was a decision of who they were throwing the ball to or, or just, you know, I, well, I don't want to go there with the receivers. But there were right. some missed targets there yeah. for sure. Here's the crazy thing, though. Still put up 372 yards of offense. Had 111 yards rushing. You know, so we've been complaining about where's the running game, where's the running right. game. They ran for 111 yards today, and I'm not just throwing out numbers to throw out numbers, but I'm saying there was productivity there. And so what can't be lost is this is a different team offensively when Tua is under center, sure. even when he's not at his best. They absolutely are a different team. And I think part of the reason why you felt in control, Travis, and you're sitting right here. Maybe I should let you speak for yourself. <laughs> but I think, part to me, part of the reason why you felt that is because they just still seem, even when they were out of sync, there's more of a rhythm there when Tua is under center. There's a reason that he's QB1. And I think that the, the disparity, we, we saw what that looked like. Yeah. Now, this was a non, you know, the, what happened in the last three games is not something that you expect to see. And maybe if, if Teddy or Skyler was able to actually play a complete game right. or two, then you would have seen what they can do as well. But it, it just is a different offense when two is there. I think that he'll get in rhythm. I think the receivers will get back in sync with him. And, and I don't expect to see them struggle the way we saw them yeah, struggle. Yeah, but what today. about the fact that it started off so well and then it kind of 
I wish they would have gone up tempo more. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know if that was part of it, but they were go they were up tempo. Well, I'm gonna tell you, as a wide receiver, Big Seth, <laughs> up tempo is nice, but you can't. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we man. cannot. We're, we are not track stars of football. They, we cannot go up tempo. They came back to it on the on the one drive. I that get it. You like can it do it every gonna... once in a while. You can mix it yeah. in. You can definitely mix it in, man. But to do it often yeah. is a problem. I mean, I mean, offensive line. I would, I would be dead. The only you thing want, that works. You want the whole. If you want the whole team, well, I get that part. But you want the whole wide receiving core and on IVs, then <laughs> then do that. I'm just saying, but we're was, in shape, but damn. They, they did go tempo there with a couple of nice Raheem Mostert runs off of that tempo look, and then, it, again, it bogged down after they kind of slowed things yeah. down. But it's you can't do it for a whole game, right? But it's nice to have a little bit of life you can inject into the offense. And, you know, you mentioned, Seth, the comfort level that I felt there with Tua. Number one, I just felt like he kind of – mitigates some potential issues that an offense can have. And I'm not saying with this offense in particular, any offense, whether it's a leak in protection, you know, uh, just things that happen on a given play. I thought that he mitigated some of that stuff pretty well in this game, especially early on, uh, kind of managing the pocket, going off script. And the touchdown throw to Raheem Mostert was so nice because he had his eyes upfield and got through the pocket and found – he knew where his back was, right? He knew exactly where that release valve was, goes to the sideline, gets that touchdown with a great block from Jalen Waddle too to find that pile on there. And then just also what he adds to the offense. All I mean, a lot of that success early in this game was the RPO stuff, right, Juice? They got yeah. those jet sweep guys going across, and he's pulling it out and, and popping it over the middle to, to Mike and Jalen and Tyreek and, and the rest of the guys. So he finishes the game 21 for 35. 60% is a low number for him on, on what he we're used to with his standard. 261 yards at 7.5 yards per pass and a touchdown. Still a 92.7 yeah, rating. Yeah, calculate some of those drops. Some of the drop there. picks. Yeah. Well, the drops, the drop pass drop from picks, the Dolphins yeah. for sure, but he yeah. also had some mistakes that true. probably could have been picked Very off true. the other way. So we'll, we'll, we'll take it as it goes. Uh, Dolphins win this one 16-10. Plenty more to come here for you guys on the Miami Dolphins post-game show. We'll talk about this defense a lot more because they were getting after it in this game. Dolphins post-game, driven by Gunther Mazda. You've got to get to Gunther Mazda in Fort Lauderdale to experience a new Mazda SUV on 441 just north of I-595 or visit GuntherMazda.com. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Mazda. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Dolphins 16, Steelers 10. You're listening to the fifth quarter post-game show brought to you by the Palm Beaches. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
Check out South Florida's ultimate entertainment destination with world-class shows at Hard Rock Live, award-winning dining at Suppresso and Council Oak, and much more only at Seminole Hard Rock Hollywood. We have Game Balls coming up in hour number two. The first time we get to go back to Game Balls, guys, in a few weeks. I missed that second when we don't oh, have yeah. it. I also miss when we used to walk over to the, the radio booth here and just kind of like cruise through the, the, <laughs> the mezzanine and, you know, kind of talk some trash to the opposing fans and just uh, and have a nice little stroll over here. But the last... Every game, we're white-knuckling it, and I don't like it very much, but uh, we got here, and we got the 16-10 victory here on the Miami Dolphins post-game show. Seth Levitt, O.J. McDuffie, I'm Travis Wingfield. Let's go ahead and get to our key player of the game, sponsored by Ed Morse. When you buy from Morse, you're backed by Morse with the prize protection promise from Ed Morse Sawgrass Auto Mall, and it was an interception by the snowman that we thought originally had put the game away. Najee Harris, the running back, pick it out of the shotgun. Back to fire, and it's intercepted. The Dolphins get it. Uh, Holland with the interception, and that'll all but do it. The Dolphins just have to, have to hang on to the football. Holland's second interception of the year. The Dolphins' second interception tonight. Devon Holland read that perfectly. He had a receiver hook up in front of him, and he read the eyes and just cut right in front of it. Boy, he is something else. Well, we had to uh, endure another drive after that as yeah. the offense goes three and out and gives the ball back to Kenny Pickett and the Steelers, but they wind up throwing a third interception on that drive to Noah Igbenogany. But, Juice, I wanted to talk to you about Javon Holland because, you know, the way this secondary has taken on injuries, especially the cornerback position, and I think it's changed the way they've kind of had to play some stuff in terms of their usual press, physical, reroute at the line and, and getting guys' faces and dial up pressure because you trust Xavier on the back end and the entire cornerback room. And we, look, they played great tonight, but I think when you go down so many key guys, it changes the way you do yeah. things. And to me, a big part of that, I'm wondering if you agree, has been that Holland's kind of had to stay back a little bit and play more of a preventative role and hasn't had as many chances to kind of come down and, and drive on passes like that. But when you get third and 16 down near the red zone he gets a chance and man that's what he does right he, when he sees yeah. that ball he breaks on it he's going yeah it, you know he reminds me a lot of like you know home run hitters in baseball sorry big seth um they hit, <laughs> hit home <laughs> runs in the second inning <laughs> or you got a guy like javon holland that makes picks you know in, in the red zone mm-hmm. where you know where teams are going in and feeling good about themselves and they got an opportunity and then he, he closes it down man like first thing that. happened week one and you know with new england uh, which was a huge first series for us as a defense. And then tonight, uh, yeah, Jimmy, we, we came up a little short on closing it down. But at the same time, no, it shut that opportunity down and gave us, you know, more more time to go down and, and bleed some clock, man. Javon, man, Javon is finally – and back to your point, uh, Travis, he's got to play coverage a lot more than we want him to right now. I, I think that's the way they Opposed feel. Opposed to coming down and, Correct. and rushing. Yeah. Right, because, you know, we've got a lot of young guys. We talked about at the beginning of the show of the guys that were playing because we have, a, what was it, bubble gum and Band-Aids? <laughs> you got to ask yeah, Travis. Right, something, something like that. But, yeah, up. because that's the way it's been in the secondary, man. They're beat up. And so when you have beat up guys, you also have young guys in there. You need the veteran guys, and it's hard to say that Javon's a veteran in the second year. Sure. You need him back there, you know, to control, control – uh, Patrol and control things. So I'm making a lot of calls tonight. You know what I mean? You saw I'm making a lot of calls, just a lot of motions. A lot of these offense coordinators we're going to play against, and every team does it, you know, they do a lot of motion, a lot of shifts to try to get people off balance. Guys like Javon have to make sure the guys in the back end are in the position they're going to be in. Are we blitzing? Are we playing zone? Are we playing man? Are we checking the, the man? Are we checking the zone? Have we seen this on film already, and this is what they do? Here's what they're going to – you know, so there's a lot that goes on for a young guy. So if he's up 
near the line of scrimmage, it's hard to do all that. So you need a guy back there that's going to be, you know, a, a quarterback in the secondary, and he's been great at it, man. But he's got these opportunities. Um, thank goodness he's taking advantage of them. The way he drove on that pass, I mean, yeah. he, he was out yeah. before the ball was out. That's, that's probably the only game. chance he had, too. Like, yeah. a lot of times, yeah. Travis, he doesn't get those opportunities. He's got he's to gotta play, you know, deep and let everybody else make those plays. But for him, it, it, it gave him an opportunity to, you know, to, to drive on that thing. It was pretty – it was nice. It was well played and, and – and, uh, you know, I want to talk about what I, I've been, <laughs> I've been upset about with that play, but it's okay. On the pick? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we we thought he had a chance to run that back for six. It didn't go that way. Uh, quarterback <laughs> got him out of yeah, yeah. I, think, I mean, I say it, Juice. You're pretty much there at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Um, he should have buried. He should have buried Pickett. He should have buried him. You know, like you you don't run out of bounds on kickers or quarterbacks. And and, and Javon's a tough dude. You just don't run out of bounds on kickers and quarterbacks. You got to make them pay for the pick and pay for trying to tackle you. You know, I had a couple punters that punted me and they pinned me to the sideline. I, I can't go out of bounds. I got to make them pay at the end because they're not, they don't want to tackle. Look, they ain't even got a mouthpiece in. They got a two bar. bar. <laughs> they got a single bar or two bar maybe and a flimsy chin strap. You got to make them pay for that. He's got to make pick. He's got to make him pay for the pick. And he did not. That's, but I, I, I'm not questioning Javon Holland's toughness, though. So, I'm just saying that's what I would have done. Just in, in the moment type of thing. I mean, right, at, at that right. time, I was thinking, like, right. get down, man. We have yeah, this game in no, hand. But then right, they had timeouts. They had time left, and we, we saw how that kind of came back there towards right. the end. But, yeah, just a really a really nice play. I love hearing you break down how important he is in that back end of the defense because we, we know what him and Brandon Jones, which, you know, we'll see what is yeah. wrong with his knee. Yeah. He exited the game and didn't come back yeah. tonight. And he's such a big part of this defense, and it's yeah. just another injury to the secondary that continues to – I mean, for, for two straight weeks, now they really I mean I thought they played two really good games here against the Vikings and the Steelers and luckily get out of here tonight with the victory uh, with Javon Holland and Noah Igbenogany getting those late interceptions to put the game on ice there but man let me, let me say this too real quick man you know I want to give a quick shout out to our, our fans out here man it was amazing you know me. it was it was a, a, a one, one incredible atmosphere man I mean I've been in a couple incredible atmospheres in the last two nights and this one right here man is it's right up there, man. They were ready to go. They've been here all day. You know, I've got a lot of incredible friends from Pittsburgh, and they're they're not happy right now. They, you know, I hope they <laughs> enjoyed our weather, or if they live here, I hope they you know enjoyed the tailgate. Oh, what a weekend but, it was in yeah, Florida. You know what I mean? So all my good peeps, you know what I mean? I I, I love the fact that you know you guys are great people, but you took that L tonight. Yeah, was, we, and thank yeah. you for it because we needed it. We're we're on a three game sure. slide back in the in the victory column, and we have a couple minutes here left, Big Seth. But I want that juice reminded me of a point we were talking about. Uh, I don't remember when it was. It's it's a long night hanging out with you guys. At some point we talked about this. <laughs> Is it a long night because <laughs> you're hanging out with us? <laughs> no, it's just been a long night. Just a long night. Yeah, I wasn't sure and, the way that. And, was I've been delivered. waiting all day for Sunday night. <laughs> I just like, man, these these eight twenty eight twenty games. I don't know, man. I'm not built for that. I'm not not at this age. I was like, who's the old guy? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Come but, on. But my question was, we have two minutes till out. Was uh, you know. Juice mentioned it. I was thinking about it on the drive. I'm like, man, this place is going to be electric. There's going to be a certain atmosphere in the air with, with yeah. the, the 72 team in the house. But you mentioned it. At a certain point, you have to come out and play a football game. 1,000%. That's, I have to imagine that's tough to get your head back into the right headspace when it comes to you know all the glitz and glamour, and then a football game breaks out. Yeah, I mean, Juice would have sure. to answer what, what it takes to get to that mindset. But I can just say, and it was going to be if we had done keys to the game to try and mirror your fantastic weekly three keys to the game, <laughs> my key to the game was going to be the, 
No, that's me. I'm serious. What are you laughing about? I'm dead serious. So my key to the game was going to be that they had to to turn tune out all of the distractions. Yes. yes. Once the ball was kicked off, soak up the energy. How many opportunities do you get in life to run out of that tunnel and the smoke's there and and the lights are out and it looks like a rock concert with everybody's phones and the music and it was just it was truly electric tonight and you're playing against the storied franchise and all of those things and then all of the other drama that was surrounding there who's on the other sideline who's back or under center who's you know uh, the 72 team that's all amazing but once the ball is kicked off it had to be about right alignment it had to be about executing your assignment and getting to win number four and that was the point that i was trying to make and some way somehow they found a way to do it i do want to hear from oj on that on the other side of the break here we have to go to break and we'll hear from head coach mike mcdaniel as well but javon holland that was your key player and key play of the game sponsored by ed morse ed morse sawgrass auto mall backs every vehicle they sell because if it has their name on it you have their word. So we'll hear from head coach Mike McDaniel here on the other side. Dolphins postgame also driven by Gunther Mazda. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Mazda. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Dolphins 16, Steelers 10. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. This is the official Miami Dolphins Radio Network where Dolphins fans live. Tomorrow afternoon, Hawk and Crowder are talking Dolphins. AM 560 Sports, WQAM. Make more good in the all-new Sportage X Pro with multi-terrain all-wheel drive and available 360-degree surround view monitor. No mission is too small to take on. We're going to pull a quick okey-doke on you guys here real quick. We're going to go to Tua Tungavailoa first before head coach Mike McDaniel, but before any of that, let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds so our stations can identify themselves. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network. WQAM Miami, WPOWHD2 Miami, WKIS HD2 Boca Raton, home of the Miami Dolphins, powered by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1 800 747 free. That's 1 800 747 3733. Let's go now to the quarterback who is 17 and 8 in his career as a starter. Here's Tua Tonga How did it feel to be back? It felt good. It felt good running out the tunnel. Uh, the atmosphere was great. Had a lot of support from the fans. And just being able to be out there with my teammates, it was it was awesome. Two, uh, two late drives um, in the game where the Steelers are driving um, both times and ends in interceptions. But as the Steelers are driving for a potential go-ahead score, what's going through your mind on the sideline? Well, uh, situational awareness of uh, things that could possibly happen if they do score, uh, if they had to kick a field goal, uh, things like that. So, um, you know, I was... I would say I was, I was prepared for whatever happened if they did kick a field goal um, and then we, we got the ball back or if they scored and we got the ball back. The time, uh, what that looks like with two timeouts that we had left. So going over situational awareness. But when you see Noah get that toe tag and grab in the back of the end zone, corner of the end zone, then what, what emotions are coming upon you? Yeah, that's gratifying. Um, you know, I, I think the defense played their asses off throughout the whole night. You know, they gave us many opportunities offensively to go and put points on the board for our team so that we wouldn't be in the situation we were in uh, late in the game where it was 10 to 16. A lot of of things that need to be corrected offensively obviously starts with me. Um, But, you know, we'll we'll take the win. We're we're extremely happy about that. We'll go back to the drawing board, um, you know, when we come back in. But to, to what you said, it 
you know, a situation was, was coming to mind as well when, when Noah did get the interception uh, because we thought he was probably down at the half-yard line, maybe one-yard line. I'm, I'm not too sure. So that situation, we'd probably have to quarterback sneak or, or do something like that to get out the – you know, get out of the end zone and just run the clock down. But they caught it a touchback, and so we were able to nail the ball. What was working so well early, uh, especially in the middle of the field, and then how did that kind of uh, close up as the, as the game went on with what the Steelers were doing? Yeah, I, I think they made they made really good adjustments defensively, but they they were just little misses here and there that that we had offensively, and you know a, a lot of the misses you know, could have could have turned into really big plays, so. Um, you know, just better execution. And it starts with me, like I said. So when you talk about the opportunity to meet with uh, Bob Lucy for the first time, what did you take away from the most uh, from that experience? He's a cool guy. Uh, we just said, what's up? He just said, you know, are you going to ball out tonight? He said, that's the plan. Um, you know, we just had that kind of conversation back and forth. But really cool guy, uh, really awesome to, to kind of be around him and, and the other guys. You know, that's, it's, it's a great opportunity to be around a, a team, you know, and a group of guys like that. I mean, undefeated season in the NFL, that's, that's hard. <laughs> that's hard. It's hard to win games in the NFL. So, you know, it's, it's greatness that, that I, was, I was able to shake their hands. So you said it felt good. What did, what did how, how did it feel getting up there, not having been out as long as you missed it? Is there, are there any adjustments at this point in the season or because it's this point of the season here, you know, it's just real system? Yeah, well, not being able to play two games does have an effect on, on uh, you know, on, on my performance in a way that, I, you know, I haven't seen full speed uh, reps, you know, in, in practice where guys are coming to hit me, tackle me, um, you know, so kind of getting used to that and, you know, really just being able to help our old line out, trying to get the ball out faster, um, you know, trying to make quicker decisions for our guys, uh, just so the defensive line get, doesn't, you know, get comfortable with, with their rush patterns and, and kind of finding the spot of where, where I'm dropping at. Uh, so, yeah, there, there, there are some, some things that, you know, you, you, you do kind of have to just see until, you, you know, when you, when you play the game. You know, you, you don't get some of the looks in practice. And, and you said that uh, some plays could have turned into big plays for them. Did you feel fortunate that there, there was some potential interceptions dropped? And, and, you know, is that what you're talking about? Do you, do you need some of that, too, to win a game? Well, I wasn't talking about their defense. I was talking about our offense. Um, you know, miscues with ball placement, um, you know, communication, you know, with, you know, a, a route that, you know, this receiver thought was this look, and I thought was that look. Just miscommunications on our part with that, um, you know, and we we just couldn't find our rhythm um, again. So yeah, that's something we'll we'll have to work on. So, so you, you, had, you, had, you had two times that you lowered your shoulder, and you were the aggressor there, lowering the head. You said this week that was maybe something you might want to avoid in the moment. Is it just too hard not? Well, uh, situation, you know, I. I mean, I can see the first down, um, and I mean, to me, there were close calls where it's like, okay, maybe if I if I do just, you know, put my shoulder down, hopefully I could get forward progress with this. But that that was that was all it was. Um, I wasn't trying to be Superman or superhero out there.
You know, I was just looking at the situation. The second one was a third down. Um, try to run and lower my shoulder, hope, hoping to, to get through the guy um, to get the first down. So that's all it was. So with the couple of final here. Did he cut the blow off or actually interact with the towel on the field? Nope. Thanks, guys. So there is quarterback Tua Tungavailoa there at the press conference. That was uh, asked at the very end if he spoke to Brian Flores. Obviously, that was the last question of the press conference, and it was a pretty brief one there, Big Seth. But what are your takeaways from this one? Because he gave us some pretty good stuff there, I thought. Uh, he did. I thought really good stuff. Um, you know, I, I thought that uh, our, our media contingency here asked some good questions, and I think they really wanted Tua to open up emotionally and sure. talk about, you know, uh, what we were all feeling at the end of that game. But he didn't give him those answers, and, and honestly, I'm kind of glad. He, he was hyper-focused on what his job was as opposed to kind of the bigger picture. And so what's going through your mind there? I loved hearing situational awareness. You know, I, I mean, that was, you know, what's going to happen? Are we going to need to go down and get a field goal? If they get a field goal, situational awareness, I thought that was a super cool answer. Never heard that before. That was great. I, I, it was fabulous. And it just tells me how focused he was. And it doesn't feel like a PC answer. It's just like that's what he's programmed mm -hmm. to do. And quite honestly, I don't want him getting caught up in the emotion. Figure that out in the locker room afterwards. And even on Noah's interception, he went back to it and he says, what was I thinking about? We thought he might have been down on the half-yard line. And so are we going to run a QB sneak? What are we going to run there? Because we need to get out of our own end zone. So I thought that was really cool. You talk about getting under the helmet. That was really cool to get into Tua's head there. Uh, he said the defense played their asses off. I've never heard him curse I've before. never heard Tua <laughs> say something like that. So he's right. They did play their asses off. But that was, again, you know, we're talking about the maturity, the growth, the comfortability that Tua is in growing into being QB1. He is that guy. Little things like that stand out to me. Okay, so the defense did play their asses off. And, again, he continues to be accountable, Juice. Said there's a lot to be corrected offensively. It starts with me, right? And yep. that's what we were saying here. There were a lot of misses. And he didn't just say there were misses, Travis. He said there were a lot of misses that could have been big plays. Mm -hmm. And it is, you know, we talk about a game of inches, and everyone thinks that's like, you know, fourth and two or fourth and one, or did you get the first down? Well, no, it's like if I actually don't throw this off his fingertips and put it on the numbers, then maybe that guy's running for 40 yards as opposed to now it's second and 10. So a lot of misses could have turned into big plays. Miscues with ball placement, yeah. clearly that's on him. Yep. And communication, and he said that that starts with him. We all wonder what the hell he was trying to do running through guys today. Said he wasn't trying to be Superman. Again, it was situational. That last one there, he, you know, he thought that he could run through the guy, <laughs> get to the first down. Came close. I thought maybe there should have at least been a measurement or they could have looked at that spot. And then what you alluded to right at the top of this segment here, Travis, is they asked him, you know, you knew the question had to be asked. Did you talk to Brian Flores? And we pretty much got a nope. And and that was and I mean, that was it. And you, all right, thanks guys. And you heard Ann there say a couple of questions, and they get, she gave him a couple more, and they were like, "We're good." That's yeah, the that's all they needed yeah. to know at that <laughs> point. <laughs> Once right. that goes so. by the boards, it goes that way. It was pretty straightforward with yeah. an answer. There was no, you know, sometimes the answer is as simple as that. Juice, you know, to go back to Seth's point that I think we all took away from this the most was, and we, we talk about this all the time, right, Big Seth, how much we appreciate his recall and the ability to say, oh, in this play, <laughs> the, yeah. that safety peeled back, and I came, you know, just the way he sees the game. But, it, I mean, is that something that you would do when, when the, the opposing offense was driving down? You're trying to think, okay, now if they get this spot right here, now we're going to have to go accomplish this. Because I thought that was pretty cool, and I'm curious to know if he communicates that with the rest of the guys on offense. Well, I think that now, you know, when I'm watching a football game, but as a player – 
you know, honestly, you, I, I watched every single thing. A lot of guys might be sitting on the sideline or sitting on the bench. For me, I watched every single thing. So I'm always thinking about game time scenarios. You know, I try to think like a quarterback would think and like a, as we think as an offense. So, yeah, that's what I do. You, you have to be in that mindset. It's a must that you're in that mindset because everything changes. Everything changes. Personnel, for first and foremost, is going to change. If we're back on the half-yard line, the personnel is going out on the, out on the field. It's not going to be four wide, five wide. No. It's not, right? <laughs> um, it's, not, it's not even going to be close. It's going to be probably four, three, four tight ends, a couple of you know, Ingold and, you know, and Moster or, or Edmonds, and that's how you, you get out of there. You know? So I, I love the fact that you, know, you have to be thinking ahead. If you're not thinking ahead in this game, then you're – I hate to say it, you're way behind. Because you have to think a couple plays ahead. Like, don't think that Mike McDaniel doesn't call something on first down to set up something for third down possible, possibly, you know. And that's, that's the way you have to think as, as a player as well. You know, we're setting this play up. We're setting this play up. We're setting this play up for this play to come up, you know, later in the game. Uh, so, I love it, man. Quarterbacks, they pay the big bucks for, for a lot of reasons. Right. And, and one of those reasons is uh, thinking about situations like that. And, you know, Danny, I know Danny never, never, Danny never sat down. So he watched. He looked at the film that we ran down, Seth, the, the microfilm, whatever it yeah. was, from the 400 level of any stadium all the way down Those to the black field. and white Polaroids <laughs> that they were, yeah, on the long strip <laughs> there. By the time we might have had a turnover by then, you don't know. That's right. Depends on how Tony Egg was built a career running those. Yeah, things it depends down, on how it? in shape the guy is is bringing him down the, the <laughs> stairs and, and, and you know, how clear the pathway is, man. But um, you know. Go figure it out, man, and then go out there and, you know, and, and think about what's next. You have to start thinking ahead of the game. And the fact that we got a young quarterback that's thinking about what's next in any situation, whether we get the pick, we're in the one, or we, it's a touchback, or if, we, if they score, you got you to gotta run all those scenarios through your head, and I'm sure that Coach Mike McDaniel is doing the same with him. And it's I think it's the first game since the – I want to say the Buffalo game since so they didn't have a turnover, so that's a, a positive sign as well. I know there was opportunities for the Steelers to get those takeaways, but didn't go that way, and so it was a big part of this game for Miami to play that kind of. Ball We've control. had those opportunities too. Absolutely, yeah, we didn't it get them like we need them. Yeah, that's so, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And and, yeah. on, and you know in on, that Buffalo game, in right. that freaking Buffalo game. But right. hey, that was W. We got W tonight, and I thought that was probably the worst tape you know for two in the offense since that Week One game is you know when he was playing, and and that was you know. These games are both in kind of similar territory. Hopefully, that's a case of knocking off the rust in Week One, now coming back off the injury. But Tua and the Dolphins are back in the winner's circle once again. We'll hear from head coach Mike McDaniel here soon on the Dolphins post-game show, which is driven by Gunther Mazda. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Mazda. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium: Dolphins 16, Steelers 10. You're listening to the fifth quarter post-game show, brought to you by the Palm Beaches. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Miami Dolphins football is on the air. Joe Rose and Zach Prance in the mornings. Hawk and Crowder in the afternoon. Nobody covers Dolphins like AM560 Sports, WQAM. Unbeatable fans like you deserve unbeatable mileage. So next time you fill up, choose Chevron with Tecron. Find a station near you on the Chevron app. And we're kind of... 
Uh, we made a late game adjustment here, a, a fourth quarter adjustment, if you will, uh, to do something we haven't done before. Let's go ahead and get to our Lexus drive of the game brought to you by the stylish and versatile Lexus RX. It's built for the modern family. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Typically, this is a time where I give you the plays, the yardage, who scored the touchdown, and the, the all the nitty-gritty about the offense and what they did to put the ball into the end zone. But here, we're going to go over to the defensive side of the football for your drive of the game, and it was capped off by the game-winning play by none other than cornerback Noah Igbenogany. Pickett out of the shotgun, back to throw, looking, looking, rolling, looking left, throws it downfield, it's intercepted by Igbenogany. Did he get his feet down? Oh They're going to say gosh. no. They're going to say no. Now it's the other receiver, the other official coming in to say, I did. He did get him. They're tell having you what, a conversation. Either way, Iggy just made a heck of a play. And will be, if this is an interception, it stays. One, two, he's oh, he in. Got him down. He's in. He's he in. got him down. He is in, Joe, without question. Noah Igbenogan, he just made his biggest play. So it's a 10-play drive for the Dolphins' defense, and I think, Seth, you had mentioned to me in the first quarter, maybe it was when you said it, was something about the offense having significantly more drives, more time of possession, and as the night went along, you were saying, like, oh, they're catching up. Oh, now they've taken the lead in those two stats. Boy, did that flip, huh? Yeah, it flipped Real big fast. time, and it wound Real up being fast. 69 plays for the Steelers to Miami, 62. Again, 10 of the plays on that drive, and I, I keep thinking, you know, the drive before that was probably 12. similar. To, yeah. So 22 plays there in two drives, and you're, you know, you got to think you're gassed, you're, you're on your <laughs> You're on adrenaline at that point trying to get through. But Noah Igbenogany comes up with the play of the game to seal the victory for the Dolphins, even though did, did Jimmy think it was a Steelers touchdown? Because he didn't seem too excited about <laughs> no, it. No, no, no. He called it. He was he was trying to figure out because they did they ruled it out at first. So Jimmy didn't want to get too excited until he knew what was going on. <laughs> caught, caught ball, wound up getting his feet in there at the end, uh, tapped those feet there. That's some toe drag swag there. Juice kind of looking like you out there. Man, oh, man. I'm going to tell you this, man. Don't jump. Uh, don't, don't jump, first and foremost. <laughs> you know, I said that we already. We talk about that a lot, yeah. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> jump. But, I, I mean, no Igbenogany, man, just um, one of one of the biggest plays right there, man, that you've, you've, you've seen a guy have in their lives, man. And, Seth, we talked about this earlier in the week about a punt return I had on, on a Sunday night that kind of, you know, kind of put me on the map but kind of made me feel like, you know, I, I, I belong and I come along. A night like that for Noah, it, it, could, it could go mm-hmm. a long way for him, man. And a pick like that to put a game away is big. That's big time. You saw how his teammates felt about it. That's exactly what I was going to go man, to. His teammates, man, it's like they, they they could tell you like there was that, you know, I mean, I mean, go back to like San Francisco 49ers back in the day when Steve Young got that monkey off his back. Sure. It seemed like it was a monkey off his back today, you know what I mean? Kind of like I had the same experience, man. And good for Noah because Noah's been playing well. Noah has been making plays, but Noah lately has been playing very well, you know. So, um, yeah, man, kudos to I me. Mean, that's that. And one thing I was going to say too is, finally, the defense gets to drive of the game. You guys get so offensive, caught up all the time. You guys, you know what I mean? You always want to be offensive. Who's you guys? Have you heard of the show Seinfeld where you play <laughs> the same character, Big Seth? Because we're doing a character you turn guys. here on us. Unbelievable. Look, tonight it's wasn't about the episode. defense. This was a, the offense went out there in its first three drives, gave us points. Yeah. You know, that touchdown on that first drive, it looked like it was going to be a 40-point night, but it very quickly became all about the defense. And so it's apropos that it is mm. the defense that gets the drive of the game. Apropos you. And when else – Big word. You know, when does it matter most but on the last drive yeah. of the game to protect – the win. Yeah. We must protect this house. And to your point, Travis, 
the drive before was 12 plays, 62 yards. How does it end? In an interception. Then this drive, 10 plays, 62 yards. How does it end? In an interception. We haven't had a pick since what, week one? Mm -hmm. They got three of them tonight, two of them on the last two drives. That is a spectacular performance by the defense and for it to be Noah Igbenogany, who go through Twitter, you've got guys – ripping themselves for ripping Noah earlier That's in the right, game, right. calling him the That's worst right. first-round pick in the history of this franchise. I love and it. now Noah Igbenogany, we love you. So, I mean, what an amazing moment for him. I think a great moment. I have to imagine the personnel department's like, we told you, <laughs> we told you you could do it. You know, we can't ignore the fact that, that his, the head coach that selected him was on the other sidelines, right? And, so, and, and Noah has barely had any play time, but right. he was out there. He's been – forced into the lineup the last two weeks and I think he's held his own and then he delivers that play so hell yeah that's the drive of the game what are you going to remember from this game those, the uniforms those are, are the, right yeah, the, the uniforms right. are slick and those interceptions the opening right. and that that was the moment my hope is that Noah Igmanogany just trends upward from here but to your point Juice you saw the entire team they know he's been much yep. maligned yep. since he's been here. They know how meaningful that was for him. Yep. I have to believe that that was a huge moment for him as an individual, and it certainly was a big moment for the team. I think that plays a microcosm of the the end of the way that game goes because I'm looking at the play sheet here, and we saw the, the fourth and sixth catch that Fryermuth made right behind Eric Rowe, who had perfect coverage, oh my God. but the ball just sneaks in under the arm and it goes to the ground, survives that. Like, what a catch from the former Penn State Nittany Lion yeah, down the middle of the field. I don't field. like him so much <laughs> No, today. not, not, not so on that play. Today. And that's how that whole drive went. Like, the Dolphins would get him behind the sticks. The Steelers would pick up some more yards. They would eventually move the sticks, and, you know, when you get those four downs, Juice, it's obviously easier to convert when you know you have to go like that. So Miami's defense to come out there and in the hurry up and just get after the pass rush, snap and snap again, and the secondary cover every single snap. It's just, man, they were out there for a long time, and they kept getting it done over and over again. No points in that second half, and they had to because otherwise they lose the game. Yeah, I mean, there were opportunities. I mean, that that defense shut down. I mean, and and Seth mentioned really big time, and those last couple were obviously the biggest ones of the game. Pittsburgh was in this game, I mean, honestly, after the first quarter was over, you know, and then they had these drives and you know, our defense didn't, didn't break, you know, and then you got these last ones at the end where they're driving down the field. You talk about that, 62 yards, 62 yards, and then we with picks. Dude, they had every opportunity, but our defense did not let this, this victory, the one that they worked their asses off, <laughs> you know what I mean, to, um, you know, to, to preserve – they closed it out too, man. And um, what I think, uh, what I always took from stuff like this is, I always felt like the the offense can learn how to do their part or or, or sharing that, you know, that victory. The offense did a great job getting it started. Sometimes we do lay on our defense at the end of the game, but when you get defense doing that, couple picks at the end, especially the one, the second, the second to last pick. When you get that pick, you should be going down there and 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 putting them away at that point. And we didn't do that as an offense. When the defense, when when we got Javon Holland's pick that Jimmy thought was the one that was going to seal the deal, our offense would go down there and put the Steelers away. And that's what we got to get to as a team. Yeah. That's 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 the most important thing. The, the good teams, the really good teams, that's what they do. And that's what we, if we want to get to that level, we got to put teams away when our defense continues to give us the ball back. We can't ask them to hold a lead that's less than one score or one score and and, 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 and 
over and over and over again. Offense had to you – know, they got to handle their business. Yeah, I agree. I mean, look, the only thing that went right on that drive when they got the ball back is that Pittsburgh was forced to burn all the re- you know the remaining timeouts. So so that was a good thing. Pin them deep, and they just didn't have enough there. In the right. t- it got close. It got close. But, again, close. going back to the drive of the game, I mean, I, I thought there were some great plays by the defense, but none greater than what Noah Benogany pulled off there at the end. So uh, I, I'm with you, Juice. But, I, again, I will say this. We have seen uh, circumstances before with this team prior to this season where you're like, the offense needs to do more. The offense, But you don't necessarily think they're capable of doing more. I think we part of our frustration is we know yeah. that they're better than what they put on film today. And, yeah. and so – but there's a positive in that. I think that there's room to grow. I think, you know, I, I like the fact that you got you get the same starting quarterback two weeks in a row, right? right? Yes. You know, yes. and, and so my hope is that Tua starts to look more like the guy we saw the first three games of the season. And, and so I, I'm just encouraged by – I have not seen a game this year, win or lose, that – looked like they were overmatched right they have been they have been capable of or or have beaten their opponent each and every week i can't say that last year i don't know that i could say that the last handful of years right this year i've and it's, it's not a homer thing i just looking at what's on paper and looking at what the results are watching the game i think this is a team that's capable so far has been capable of winning every game they've lined up to play yeah and so that's where my frustration lies is that they can perform better than they did right when you it's it's different than being hopeless and saying I don't know what we're going to do because they don't have the answers. I think they have the answers. They just didn't answer the questions right today. Yeah, sorry to jump in on you there, Big Seth. No, that's all right. I know we had to go at, to break. No, at this time last year, they're 1-6. and six, And, I mean, there was yeah. multiple games where it was like, geez, that's, right. I, I, right. how do we compete with Tampa Bay? You know, that was a, a blowout game that we were trying to figure out last year and how to figure out how to do a radio show after the fact. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I look at this seven games in, and they're 4-3, they're and three, obviously. I don't think they've played a complete game yet. I mean, no. and, and I think it's I think it's coming no. at some point, well, and hopefully sooner than later. Well, the fact that we can win games without playing that's, complete games. Nice. Is, 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 is I think that's song. what I was trying yeah. to say in sure, a very yeah. long-winded, right, right. Uh, <laughs> circuitous <laughs> way. Well, I, circuitous. circuitous. I'm on words. it today. That's, that's, that's one of my words. That goes up there next to Cavalcade. One of my big ones there. Yeah, and then also before we get out of here, we're talking about guys kind of getting the monkey off the back. How about Jason Sanders? Four for four today. Yeah. Every single one of them after a rough go for him, missing some kicks. Yeah, well, we yeah we I thought we. We can give him more time if we need yeah, to. I we'll, know we're up against the break, we'll come man. Back to it. We'll come man, back to Jason, it. you're right, man. <laughs> Out, outstanding night tonight. Let's go ahead and come back to Sanders. We'll also get head coach Mike McDaniel here. That was your Lexus drive of the game brought to you by the stylish and versatile Lexus RX. It's built for the modern family. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Dolphins postgame is driven by Gunther Mazda as well. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Mazda. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium. Dolphins 16, Steelers 10. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. You're listening to Dolphins Football on the Miami Dolphins Radio Network. The Porpoise Pod, the newest Miami Dolphins podcast, hosted by Tobin and Solana. Listen for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Our Miami Dolphins want to help you lock in a low mortgage rate. That's why Amerisave is our official mortgage lender. Whether you want to refinance, get cash out, or purchase a new home, visit Amerisave.com to lock in your low mortgage rate today. We ended that last segment talking about kicker Jason Sanders. And, you know, I got to go ahead and make a correction on my uh, 
my, my I guess just my, my verbiage there. He made four kicks. Three were field goals. One was a PAT. Right. Uh, Preach gave me the assist there, saying, "Hey, he did make four kicks, Travis. You were you <laughs> wrong. You actually were right." So it was uh, what was it? Twenty-four yards, forty-two yards, and forty-seven. I like the way they shortened that field goal there at the end of the half by getting a couple of three-yard completions to Raheem Mostert right. to get him under fifty. So yeah, Deuce, you said you wanted to give him some love. I thought special teams today in general was was very good. Man, you think they have been under fire? I mean, they've yeah. they've had a they've had a rough beginning of the season, and I'm glad they are they're working on getting that figured out, man. Uh, Morstead's always it's been solid He's the whole the time, um, you know. But it's good, to, it's great to see Jason, you know, get up there and with the confidence and and nail those those nail kicks, you know, they weren't question mark kicks, yep. and that's what you want to you see as a probably as a kicker and definitely as fans. Um, you know, one more he probably could have had. You could have got your four field goals, Travis, you were looking for. Um, fortunately, it didn't, didn't come back to hurt us. But coverage on punts, uh, outstanding. You know, hang time, outstanding. Touchbacks from Jason, you know, I mean, what you want to do. You don't want any of those opportunities that we saw a few weeks ago uh, where we had a touchdown return on kickoff. It was a Ravens game. Yes, yep. opener. Yep. Or opening kickoff. Yep. And so, you know, those things we can't have. So they've, they've, they've heard the message. Special teams has heard the message, and I'm sure it's not a, a silent or quiet message because they have not held up there into the bargain. We talk about complimentary football, all three phases. Special teams has been one of those one of the detriments, and they know that. But we, we know we can be better. We got great guys that do teams, and they got a lot of pride in what they do. Special teams is a pride thing. It's such a pride thing because most of the guys there, they're not starters. They don't, they don't, they don't have their T-shirts or jerseys in the, you know, in the, in the gift shops, you know. Those are guys that are, you know, trying to make make teams things happen. And when there's the spotlight on those guys, you know, they they have the pride about them because they will do the quote unquote dirty work when it comes to football teams. It's it's easy to be the number one receiver or quarterback or whatever, but be the number three, five, six, you know, guy or lineman or you know linebacker especially or tight end. Those are the guys do it. They do a lot of work, man, to make us all look good, man. And kudos to those guys for getting it right because they've had a they've had a rough stretch. And what a good signing Justin Bethel has been. We'll talk about him more here in, the, in hour number two. But man, he was he was absolutely on it, just covering and, and playing defense as well. He was it was all over the place in this game tonight. We have one minute left here, Juice. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it back to you here real quick. But I want to get back to another point we left off earlier in the show. You know, all the pomp and circumstance, the golf carts carrying around the '72 team and their families. You know, there must have been ten times as many field passes in this game tonight as normal because it was there was people all over the field when I got here two hours before the kickoff. I'm sure Rick Ross is out there somewhere at some point. They kill the lights in this palace we all call our office. It looks like a nightclub. Just crazy. But at some point, you got to play a football game, right? Like, yeah. How do you get your mindset into the right spot to do that? Well, I hope those guys are in the locker room not even seeing all yep. that. You know what I mean? I think that's the key. You know, you don't, you know what's going on. You know the 50th team's been here and, you know, the, the chatter. Hopefully Coach Mac, Mike McDaniel, you know, you know, showed them the love that they deserve for this team, but let them know that we got a, we got, you know, we got bigger fish to fry. You know, our we we love and respect and honor our team, but at the same time, though, we're the ones that got to have to go out there and play. Larry Zaka's not gonna go out there and play. Greasy's not playing. Larry Little, you know, my man Larry Seibel, they're not playing. You know, tonight. So I think that the fact that. You know, and I'm gonna tell you this: these young guys, they don't care about us OGs. And I'm an OG, and those guys are the OOGs. You know what I mean? So they 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 respect what they're doing, but honestly, man, they they they're so about their business now. And I love it about these these current guys, man. They're just about their business, and and it's great to have those guys out there. And we've had guys out there. I mean, we talked about Big Seth. We talked about a little bit about 
you know, when you know, when Larry Zonka and, and Travis when we were talking about it on our on spaces last week. That was awesome. About Larry Zonka, you know, when they came back for the eighty five Bears game, you know? Or how he is now when it comes to, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, talking to Manny Fernandez. Or how it was when New England won a loss I mean the Super Bowl to the Giants. It's like man, coming out here is great for all the all of us and our alumni. But man, these other guys they they respect that, but they want to get back to business, man. And 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 it's they had a different momentum going tonight in terms of seeing your leader back in, your QB one yeah. back in the game. You could tell that the energy was unbelievable. Yeah, was. Not only in the stands, but you could tell the team had that same energy, man. And that's uh, that's something we can grow from. When he came out of the tunnel and his teammates greeted him, that I was knew a I really knew for a fact moment. he was going to be the last one called. Yeah, had to be Tyreek than him, and it yeah. was like it was unbelievable, man. Great job of. Who, the announcement, because remember back in the day, Big Seth, it was like eleven guys only. You know what I mean? You can you can announce as many people as you backs, want. Two yeah, tight ends, three right. wideouts. Yeah, I, I, that was pretty cool. And then the, our, our social team, of Miami Dolphins, uh, they they had a really cool video following him out of the tunnel and yes. and seeing the way that his teammates embrace him. So really cool if you haven't <laughs> seen that at Miami Dolphins on Twitter. Antennas up, game on. Score your favorite games and shows for free. Visit the freetvproject.org to learn all about the free programming waiting for you, including Miami Dolphins games. That's freetvproject.org. Dolphins postgame also driven by Gunther Mazda. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Mazda. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium. Dolphins 16, Steelers 10. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. Miami Dolphins football is on the air on the Miami Dolphins Radio Network. Dolphins recap tomorrow morning with Joe Rose and Zach Krantz. AM 560 Sports, WQAM. Hour number one is in the books. Hour number two of the Miami Dolphins fifth quarter overtime show coming your way next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.